Hello, everybody, and welcome to Believe in Betting Chicago. My name is Joy Christopoulos right here on the Believe Podcast Network. Today is our Super Bowl preview right here on Betting Chicago. But first, a word from our sponsor. And what better sponsor to talk about than my bookie this weekend? It is the place to go to make your predictions a reality. It's one of the best and most trusted in the industry. And if you're looking for a sports book, and why would you be doing that this weekend? Is it the Super Bowl or anything? I'm not so sure. You should make your bets right here at my bookie. And even if it's not your thing, NBA Premier League, they've got you all covered because it's the fastest payouts, the best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. They're very hands-on. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout with a parlay. But check out my bookie right now. And if you join and deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000, they will meet that with $500. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, promo code BLV to let us know, to let my bookie know that you came from us. Bet, win, get paid this weekend at the Super Bowl. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the best weekend of football that you could possibly ask for. The pageantry, the extravagance. And I wanted to bring on a very good friend of mine. He's the San Diego Shark. He's the gambling Gruden grinder. He's LaMarcus Aldridge's best friend. My buddy Raf Rivera is with us today to talk some Super Bowl betting props. What's up, Raf? How are you, buddy? I'm doing good, bud. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. So happy to have you here. Let's just dive right into it, man. So let's get the let's get the boring stuff out of the way. In 30 seconds, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday? Oh, man. I don't know if I should uh, spend 20 seconds on a drum roll, but... Uh... You know, my, my honest opinion, uh, going to have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, yeah. I, I'm with you, man. I mean, we've crunched the numbers. Pat Mahomes is good. <laughs> I mean, uh, to me, it, it, it might be a little bit of a far stretch for that. I, I think this game is uh, marketed to be a lot closer than it's going to be. And I, I just, you know, every time I try and wrap my head around the uh, 49ers, it just keeps leading me back to how bad the Chiefs are probably going to you know, some numbers. Yeah, did you see uh, that the line moved up to 1.5 for the Chiefs today, and they're saying that it could move again? I mean, um, does that – does that I don't, I don't know. Does that make it juicier for you, or, like, what does that tell you? Power of Mahomes, right? Uh, I, I think people are, are really starting to see what the Chiefs' defense is, and I think over the last couple of games, I think you really start to realize, like, the Chiefs aren't out of this game uh, and, and to decide that they're out of it. And recently, you know, they haven't decided that. Yeah, it all keeps coming back to me, this idea of you're like, okay, the 49ers are the most complete team. They've got the front seven. They've got three running backs. They've got kind of an underrated quarterback. But, like, in my mind, like, isn't Mahomes, like, worth four points in every single game that he plays? Like, automatically, him on the field by himself, he's worth four points. So even if I continue to wrap my head around what's going to happen in that game, like the balls in whoever's hands with three minutes left, if it's in Patrick Mahomes' hands, they're going to win. So I still like I, – I just like the Chiefs. I don't know. Well, well it's that. And, and I think all the things you just mentioned about, you know, the plus side of the 49ers also could be ultimately their downplay, right? When they – when you talk about, you know, their strength at running back or at least strength in numbers, you kind of look and – you know, their running back game has been, you know, carousel since the beginning of the season. And, you know, their their all-star stud dude isn't really the one who had the ball at the beginning of the season. And, 
you know, you've got this quarterback who has proven that he can win, but I mean, for all numbers and statistical purposes, isn't really putting up some uh, Super Bowl caliber numbers, in my opinion, right now. And you just you go back to Mahomes, and then at the end of the day, I I I just feel like this guy just his weakest point can go out and throw for 300 yards. I mean, yeah, and we're going to get into a lot of that right now. So we both like the Chiefs in the game, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to some of the bets that we like. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, a singular one, and then we're going to kind of branch out, and we're going to do whatever. We're just going to hit as many as we possibly can. Let's just start with the one that everyone talks about every single year, Super Bowl MVP. A lot of different guys to sort of choose from. If you were to take a guy, you know, for Super Bowl MVP, who are you liking right now? I mean, I hate to, uh, I hate to go back to it. I mean, my my obvious choice and my obvious selection for that is going to be Mahomes. Uh, there are a couple others on there that that I really like. It just, uh, from me, a standpoint of receiver, tight end coming from Kansas City. Uh, there's still one guy throwing to him. So for every touchdown that Tyreek Hill gets. And for every touchdown that Kelsey gets, Mahomes now has two. Um, I, I also, you know, I look at the list of 49er candidates and some that, you, you know, that actually don't seem that far off. Uh, but ultimately that comes back to, once again, how we started out. And I just don't think that they're going to win. And I think it's very unlikely for them to, uh, to award the Super Bowl MVP to a, to a losing team. Yeah, and there's a, yeah, there's a lot of like, <laughs> There's a lot of like tantalizing numbers out there, but like I kind of like went back and started to crunch it. Like just for those that are placing some bets this weekend, seven out of the last 10 Super Bowl MVPs have been quarterbacks. Not a big surprise right there. A lot of people that are on top of like Nick Bosa, for example, for MVP, a defensive end hasn't won the MVP in a Super Bowl since Richard Dent in 1985. <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. Uh, a running back hasn't won since Terrell Davis. So all you uh, hot, ketchup and mustard fans out there like just just throwing that out there and then here's one that i didn't realize man you see kittle and kelsey they're kind of like high up the list like they're maybe like right in the middle of the pack and you're like oh that's kind of intriguing a tight end has never won the super bowl mvp ever in history period end of sentence so (laughs) what you know what i mean like so is that like is that vegas trying to bait you or is that like one of those situations where you know (laughs) you you want to be first to the party on that I, I mean, I, I mean, I think honestly, uh, I was kind of, I, I didn't know that statistic about the tight ends, but I think if you know, you go back and look at this matchup in particular over some of the past, I think if there ever is an opportunity for a tight end to win it, it's probably these two, right? Um, not only the role that they have within their teams, but the caliber of players that they both are. Um, and, and, I, and I think that uh, in a normal world, it would be, you know, likely or, you know, possible is probably a more accurate word for them to do it. Uh, But once again, you you just get to a point where it's like, uh, what kind of number would they statistically have to put up for it to outweigh the other passing or receiving yards? Of what's coming in from Mahomes, right? Uh, Of of what's coming in. Right. And let me get this right. I, I messed it up. I was reading the wrong graphic. Mahomes is plus 105. Damian Williams is 20 to one. Uh, Tyreek Hill is 15 to one. And then the two court, uh, the two tight ends, Kelsey and Kittle are both 14 to one. If you're going to go in that route, you might as well go Tyreek Hill, right? Because if he added some sort of punt return, kick return situation, 
or if he added an end around and one really long touchdown, I guess I'm starting to kind of wrap my head around the theory of him possibly winning. But other than that, right, it looks like a two-quarterback race. And, 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 I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. I, I, I think for all, for all fun or long shot purposes, you know, I think Tyreek Hill is probably the first, uh, the first real candidate outside of the two quarterbacks and the two running backs that I, that I would stretch for. Um, I think if there was somebody that, you know, I truly just for the sake of fun and, and thinking, you know, not only how the AFC championship game went down, uh, but kind of the way the 49ers defense is set up to, you know, stronghold some of their, some of the chiefs, you know, really good candidates. Um, I, I really like the play of almost Sammy Watkins. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Because the, 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 the price is perfect. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, the price is fantastic. The price is fantastic. And if there's a guy like, you know, all he needs, right. What if he had two touchdowns, 189 yards and they win. And what if that one score just so happens to be the winning touchdown, you have like a Santonio Holmes situation or all of a sudden in that fourth quarter, if you remember, I, I, I kind of remember that game, but like San Antonio Holmes kind of like took that MVP from Ben Roethlisberger, like in that fourth quarter, you know what I mean? Sort of took oh. that over. So that's kind of a really interesting one. Another one, you know, Honey Badger, 100 to one, just throwing it out there, just putting it, just putting it out into the world. <laughs> And, uh, and I want to be fir- I want to be first to that party. <laughs> I, I I mean, and, and and if you were first, you know, you can always come back and replay this uh, clip for everybody and let them know that it was you, right? That's why you say it, and that's why you bet it. That's everybody, why you say anything in life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you gotta have it on record. And and at the end of the day, I think you know ultimately that's the uh, that's the the lure of uh, the long shots, right? Everybody wants to tell you how they turned ten dollars into a thousand right it's it sounds incredibly intriguing and and, and to go from that it just sounds great and raf, um, I, raf, just, raf, I got i got a piece of news for you zion williamson's gonna be good uh <laughs> I, I i think there has been some uh some proven statistics that if he actually gets in the game off the bench and does not fall asleep uh he will do pretty well for real himself. quick here's my vibe on that dude he was catching up on his sleep because he knew he wasn't going to sleep the night before his game hey, it hey, makes but, all the sense in the world hey but at, at the end of the day when you're getting paid to take a relatively nice nap in front of the camera i really don't think that you can complain about your you know your lifestyle Dude, that was a classic uh, seventh period high school move. You know what I mean? It's like 2 p.m. in high school, and you just like you're just not having it. You're not staying awake. You're not staying alive. Absolutely, but I mean, you gotta think <laughs> that this is probably what the dudes used to. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that he's staying awake for every single uh, presentation and Professor Ogilby's class. You know, like it's, it's just not happening. Yeah, no, he's not even probably staying awake during the Nike meetings either. But uh, we we digress here. I want to – let's get into some of these bets here. I do definitely want to get into some of the exotic prop bets, but let's hit a couple of actual, like, player prop bets that you like a whole lot. Is there one you want to throw into the mix first? Um, I, I, I mean, I, I can't help but start uh, with one that I saw as mo- most likely my, my no-brainer picker or my lock, as you would call it. Uh, you know, not, nothing really with me ever seems to be a lock. But if there was one that I had to put my money around, it'd be this. And, you know, I saw the uh, the total rushing yards for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, oh, the over, it's 35, the, right? 
so so I've got I've got this line at uh, I think thirty two and a half or thirty three and a half, um, and and I mean even at thirty five, I just can't help but uh, but feel that that's a that's a that's an over um, for for a couple of different reasons. Um, one, I, I think he's going to be put into a position where he's going to need to scramble outside of the pocket more than once or twice. And I think for Mahomes, anytime he gets, I, I don't even want to say loose. I, I just want to say outside of the, you know, the D end or the outside linebacker that's coming in. I, I feel that's an automatic 10 yards, right? Um, just right off the bat. These continuous 25, 30 yard rushes upfield um, to, to, you know, on third down or, you know, whenever these scrambles come about. I have um, a, I, real quick, I've got a really great pairing to go with that. Another bet that I like a whole lot is the 49ers to win the first quarter. Big oof. reason. I mean, look at, the, look at the Chiefs. Look at the Chiefs all through these playoffs. They're getting behind. The 49ers had a plus 45 first quarter differential this season. The Chiefs had a minus 14. So if you took that bet, 49ers win the first quarter, and the Chiefs are playing from behind, that means they're going to have to start running deeper routes, right? Which is going to open up. Patrick Mahomes stepping up in the pocket, maybe getting some extra rushing yards. I don't know. I kind of like that one a whole lot too, as well. Which I mean, I think also, you know, I also think goes uh, goes and opens up kind of what we're seeing um, for for you know for the next one, which is you know the total passing yard situation, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think that's ultimately going to be reflective on uh, the score. Ultimately, in the in the first half, you look at you know the game, you know against Tennessee. Uh, and then you look at, you know, uh, the, the way when the Chiefs are playing from behind, they, they always seem to go back to that same strategy that's gotten, them, uh, that's gotten them to win, which is, you know, spreading out the field. You got Tyreek Hill going deep. You got some sort of slant, relatively deep by like Hardman. And then you've got just Kelsey just sitting in the middle, picking them off, uh, whether that's to the outside to the sideline or back to the middle of the field. Uh, I, I just can't help but feel I've watched them play enough where I think that Kelsey could literally get seven receptions in one, in one you quarter. know, one, in one quarter or even one drive down the field if they really wanted uh, to use him in that way. Uh, and, yeah, and- I, I think we're both under agreement that the Chiefs aren't going to suddenly become this power running team. Uh, I mean, they're going to try and do some RPOs and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like – I don't know. One of the locks sort of seems like Mahomes for over 300 yards, right? Like there's an even juicier, there's a juicier one out there. That's uh, Mahomes, uh, Mahomes more passing yards than George Brett career home runs, which is 317, which bumps the number a little bit higher, I think from the over or under. But I mean, if you're going to, I mean, if you're going to dip your toe there, you might as well dip your toe on those extra 12 yards. Well, I, I mean, and, and, and that's great. I mean, obviously if you're, if you're, if you're, tucking it away like I I just really can't feel uh that that difference of 12 yards isn't gonna gonna make the difference I mean I mean realistically you're gonna have one of two scenarios and and one of them is obviously the under which I I just don't see happening and then and the one that I do see is the over and I I just can't help but feel it's it, it can't really stay around that number now I don't think with the secondary and the defense of the Niners being as good as it is, I, I don't think we see a performance where he goes out and throws for 450. And that's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, but there is a considerable difference between 300 and 425, right? Oh, and I huge. think that's 
And I think that's somewhere where he lands. Um, going back to what you said about opening up the run game, um, I, I feel they're going to have to do something. Uh, I don't think that they're going to become some powerhouse run team. Um, I don't know what they do to kind of put some stuff into play. And, and maybe you see some end arounds, like you said earlier, or some, you know, outside inside movement. Slip um, screen, think, use the opposite of the field, do, you know, do like little cute little stuff to kind of like sort of breathe some air into what they think is going to be a fierce defense coming at them. And, and ultimately, and that's what it's got to do because the second you open up any sort of run game or a couple runs where like you give them a little bit of self-esteem that they can actually run on Bosa and that defense, then now all of a sudden you drop a play action, you know, 98 yards to Tyreek Hill, you know, or, or, or something along those lines where it breaks off big like that. Um, so I, I think the run game is is crucial, and I and I do in fact have the Chiefs getting a a rushing touchdown. I, I think that it's relatively inevitable if they get close enough without throwing that thirty yard touchdown. Yeah, I've got um, plus one fifteen for a rushing TD in the first half for KC, and that's uh, that's pretty good. That's not bad. It, and 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 I, and I think it has to happen, right? Like I, I don't think. Mahomes can throw excuse me I do think Mahomes can throw four touchdowns it's on uh, record it's too late it's on record now uh, but it's it's one of those things where like I, I just I don't feel that um that he needs to uh it, it's it's just gonna have to be a relatively good mix yeah conversely like let's kind of walk this through for a second if there's there's one way that I could see Mahomes coming under all these numbers it would be that Jimmy giveaways is throwing picks and the Chiefs defense is scoring touchdowns, and they're somehow up whatever, 20 to 6 early because of mistakes that the 49ers make. You know, Jimmy G's under 1.5 touchdowns is plus 110, under 18.5 completions plus 105. Even though I do kind of like Jimmy G to throw the first touchdown in the game, plus 140, I think that would be kind of the only thing I would probably bet on Jimmy G in the entire game because I just don't know what I'm going to get from him. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I don't remember – the exact numbers I went back and looked uh last night and then I'm kind of looking at it I think like what 13 reception or 13 completions over the last two games like seven and six or something very minimal there uh and then you gotta you gotta go back almost like five or six games uh for the for the Niners I believe where he even completed over 18 passes total um so to me that's kind of uh kind of a play I had saw <clears throat> a funny prop bet to me that I thought was kind of intriguing and it kind of evened out the fair play a little bit. And it was Garoppolo against Mahomes for total passing yards, but they gave, uh, they gave Garoppolo a 61 yard head start. <laughs> uh, so, so just to even out that spread a little bit at an, at a solid plus 61 uh, and, and just the way the offense is set up and, it, that one might seem a little bit more intriguing, you know, if there's a slip in secondary by the Chiefs, which you have seen this year multiple times from them. Uh, I don't, once again, I don't think it will be the Matthews side at all. Um, but if they, if they somehow break one loose, Samuel, Samuels, uh, you know, I, I think it could, uh, I think that could even it out a little bit. But I mean, like you said, like I said, I, I, I think the play between the two quarterbacks as far as composure, skill set, weapons that they have behind them I, I i think you just give the overall advantage to mahomes yeah i saw debo was 13 to 1 to score first touchdown in the game which i found to be kind of i mean 
you know, 13 to one, I don't think it was juicy enough for me to really be like, wow, I love that. Um, and that's the thing is no one can really figure out what to expect from the 49ers offense. Right. Like, and my thing is the, the, the numbers are hammering so hard for Mostert to have a great game that I'm like kind of going the other way on it. Like, Breed is a great running back. Tevin Coleman's probably going to play. They're going to try and, you know, maybe do a couple of trick moves here and there. I think if they go slip screen, they maybe do Kittle. And they got Mostert under 69.5 rushing yards at plus 115. I mean, it's not a great number, but it's in the plus category. You know what I mean? And I know Mostert just ran for 200 yards, but, dude, like, he's the guy that, like, you're, you're looking at your fingers over the waiver wire all season long in fantasy of like, well, I could pick him up and then you pick him up and he does nothing. And then you drop him And then two weeks later, he's with someone else. And you're like, good for him. I hope he's happy on that other fantasy team. Like, <laughs> I think we're kind of overselling like the monster game that this dude have. I, I, I don't, I just don't know if he's going to break loose the way that he did, um, you know, against the Titans. I just don't buy yeah. it. And, and, you know, and I think, you know, once I was reading over the uh, potential MVP candidates and seeing kind of where he was at, I mean, obviously you give him the numbers that you give him only because he's a running back. And if, you know, God forbid they end up on the three-yard line and he sneaks in three different times, how do you not give it to him, right? Like, it, it's at that point, like, it's, it's a no-brainer. Uh, but I just – I see him getting in once. He's actually uh, – He's actually a play in one of my absolute favorite picks, which we'll go over in a minute. Um, I do see him getting in once, but I'm with you on that. I don't, I don't think he's some sort of all-star candidate Pro Bowl running back that we think. I mean, you described it perfectly with the waiver wire pickup situation. Like I said, they've, they've been on a carousel of, of running backs all year long. And, and, and they're cool they're with that. Play. And they like that. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. They're completely it, fine every single week. Whoever it is who's ever either playing well or whatever matchup they can exploit, they love just sitting the other guy. Which is, which is absolutely great. And obviously it's a game plan that's worked for them. Uh, I, I think ultimately uh, it's what led us to not know what to expect out of their offense, you know. Um, so if it's keeping us guessing, it could relatively keep them guessing. But I just I, – I see him getting in for one. I see him – Coming right around that number, I don't see him breaking off for anything massive, uh, and, and, and I definitely don't see him crossing like the 100-yard mark. Um, so real quick, we are going to hit Raph's favorite plays, and then I'm going to rip through. I'm going to like just pellet him with uh, different exotic prop bets for halftime and national anthem, but first we got to do a quick read for another sponsor. Eight Sleep, guys. It's 2020, and what is the biggest – Raph, how many hours of sleep a night do you get? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going on a solid five and a half with that's, this dad life. That's not enough, buddy. That's not enough. And with dad life, you guys, the biggest problem with sleep is the hours that you get. But the little unknown fact is the temperature. Can't get a good night's sleep if you're too hot or too cold. Like, for example, I love it really cold. My wife likes it really warm in the bed, so on and so forth. Well, the Pod by 8sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. Only five and a half of those was them monitoring RAF sleep. Because it combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking, it enhances your restroom recovery. That means it can keep the bed cool on one side. If your partner likes the bed warm on the other side. You guys can have it both the same way at the same time. It's a crazy comfortable bed. Now they're giving up almost $500 of value back to you, the customer, with a free gravity blanket. If you go to 8pod, or I'm sorry, 8sleep.com, 
slash pro over the next week or so. That's eightsleep.com. Eight, the number, E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash pro. Tell them that Believe Podcast Network sent you. All right, Raph, what's your biggest, best play for the Super Bowl this Sunday? My favorite pick that I found. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of these uh, anytime scores and these anytime two people scores, right? right. Uh, I've really started to uh, catch those. I mean, the anytime scores are usually a no-brainer. Uh, but they've got uh, a very nice, intriguing one with both players to score a TD. Uh, opposite teams, of course. Uh, and I am a huge fan at a solid plus 500 of uh, Sammy Watkins and Mostert. Uh, I think that is uh, – I think that's my play. Um, I think that's a, it's a nice payout for it. And, and once again, I look at the way the Chiefs – the Chiefs offense is going to be set up. Like I said, I have Mozart getting getting one. I think it's inevitable. Uh, if they get close enough, I don't see them, you know, doing any sort of three-yard, you know, slants into and possibly giving away the ball. Uh, I, I think they try and muscle it in. And, and I think inevitably after the last performance or two that we've seen from Sammy Watkins, I see him reaching the end zone uh, one time. Uh, yeah, like I said, not even that far of a stretch from being that long shot MVP candidate if he does, like I said, pull a second one or get a breakout. He has slowly, surprisingly emerged in the last couple of games, right? Like McCole Hardman and obviously uh, Robinson, also like really young, talented, fast receivers, but they've kind of like sort of like drifted a little bit into the background as like this stuff, like as shit gets real, you know what I mean? And Watkins coming up with that huge catch. Uh, last week obviously puts him now on the radar. You know they're going to have their eyes on Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Like, I really like that a lot, and I still think Mostert in that first half is still going to be the guy that they're feeding the ball to. I just don't think it's going to be, you know, I, I would be surprised if Mostert saw, you know, let's say 15 carries in the game. I could see him more in the 10 to 12 area, you know what I mean? But I could still see him getting in the end zone. And, and that's exactly it. Like, like I said, I, I'm not expecting anything big out of him at all, but if he gets, you know, uh, a first and goal on the on the eight and somehow either breaks that or uh gets even even a little bit closer on the three yard line uh with the offensive line i think that they can push him back far enough for him to sneak in there and then once again with them they have to game plan for kelsey right they have to game plan for hill so i think you're going to see one of these other receivers sneak in and, and i just can't help but feel you know obviously the most talented uh amongst the Chiefs receiving core other than Hill is, is Watkins, right? Yeah, pick what pick one more you like, and then uh we're gonna do a lightning round because we've got to get you out of here. <clears throat> Perfect. Uh and then uh and then the other is just kind of a uh is kind of a, a, a gut pick. Um Ooh. they have uh they have a longest reception uh for each individual receiver and uh and the one you know you just kind of hit on it is the speed on the outside and uh I, I they have 12 and a half yards uh, for Hardman um, on the reception. And I, I just feel in any If he's going to catch one pass, it's got to be for more than 12 yards. It's got to be, be for more than 12 and a half. So I would hope that it's more than 12 because uh, it'd be 12 and a half. And, uh, and I just can't help but feel, you know, a 15-yard pass down the field or a 30-yard bomb breakout for him. Uh, I dude, I was scrolling through there, and I just can't see this guy getting one reception for eight yards, and then maybe potentially another one 
for five. You know, that's not how I see it oh, set man. up with their offense. You know and what so this, <laughs> this shrieks of, and I've known guys, I've known Raph a long time and we've talked about gambling and bets and, and wins and payouts and stuff. This shrieks of, of Hardman catching a pass. And then that referee does that sidestep in where he like cheats a, a yard out and like takes a yard away from a guy. Absolutely. Or, or a bad spot. I mean, I mean, ultimately, yeah, like if, it's a who gives a shit moment and they're just like, move the chains and that's a first down, but you like lose a yard. Absolutely. We're, we're to the game. It has no effect because either way he passed the first down marker. Right. But clearly he's stretched out and they move the ball back literally one yard it wouldn't even be two the way that you know the universe has a way of taking my money right it would be one yard and it'd be like oh Mozart or you know uh, Hardman right there with the 12 yard reception and then ultimately he doesn't get back in the game uh and then if somehow they so run well, to the booth run to the booth everyone and run to the booth. <laughs> also Marlin's season starts this week you know like oh I know here. I know, get ready. They, they made some juicy moves. And you know Puig is getting into that uniform, buddy. You know, that's only a matter of time. Just uh, more and more reasons for them to take my money. Buddy. So here's, here's what we got. We got about 10 minutes left. I want to hit a whole bunch of some, some exotic, some exotic little side prop bets. And I think we're just going to kind of do it like this. Like, I'm going to throw them at you. And you're either going to say, you're going to say, hit me check <laughs> or uh if you want to throw in like you know a couple of quick thoughts or whatever because some of these might uh intrigue you but i just want to see what the san diego shark thinks about some of these now my favorite one of my favorite ones to bet on in the super bowl is the national anthem now right now we got two minutes on the dot is two minutes over is minus 230 under is plus 160 right now bovada actually has a two minute four second bet with an over at minus 30 and under at even. Been doing some research. Six of the last 14 uh, national anthems have gone over two minutes. Demi Lovato has sung two different anthems at two different major events, like an NBA All-Star game or whatever, and I think it was a World Series. She went over once. She went under once. Where are you at? Are you over or are you under on this national anthem at two minutes? Oh, man. Uh... That two-minute mark is right on the dot. It's a Vegas uh, zone, right? Like, it's, 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 it's tantalizing. It's literally, it's literally a Vegas zone. You know, I feel so many other factors come into play. I'm, I'm going to have to go slightly over. Yeah, barely, right? Like a 204. It, it's it, all going it, to come down to the brave. It's all going to come it, down to that whole note. A, absolutely. It's going to come to the brave at the end, uh, whether or not there's some pyros involved. And, and if there's some sort of stall that goes along with it. Here's one of my favorites. Russell Westbrook points plus rebounds plus assists minus 160 versus Mahomes pass attempts plus 120. I like, I like Mahomes on that, dude. Uh, I, yeah, I, I would so let's say Mahomes. Let's say you get like a, a, a 20. Uh, great question. I don't have it right here, but I mean. He's been shooting like shit lately. If he does like a 29 and eight, that's still like a 35. You know what I mean? Like, that's a very, very, I don't know. That's a very intriguing number on, my, on the Mahomes I, end. Man, I, and, and I'm with you. I, I think once again, it would, this would not really be a time for me to bail on Mahomes and go to, go to Russell Dubbs' uh, side of the fence. I, I, I think it's definitely on the, the Mahomes side there. Yeah, uh, will will Joe Buck or Troy Aikman say Patriots 
No plus 180, yes, minus 270. I think that's a lock that obviously they say yes. Oh, I, 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 I think so. I, I, how do I they don't, not help themselves? I, I, how do they not? I mean, ultimately, they're, they're both relatively in love. They've been broadcasting the last couple of Super Bowls, and, uh, and, and they've, they've been in it. So I, I think, that, you know, whether or not they reference them in, in terms of, you know, Kansas City finally making it in, uh, even though they didn't exactly go through the Patriots, uh, but taking over the AFC West championship there, uh, and then uh, it, it, it comes up, absolutely. All right, Super Bowl's in Miami. Will a player get arrested after the game plus 750? Oof, is there a timeline involved with this one? Is it just, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, how long are these people sticking around? Do we have I mean, until dawn? <laughs> I, I, I mean, are they drinking whatever OBJ was after the national championship game? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. What are they concocting down there in Miami, man? Like, yeah, like, it's not like, Sizzurp anymore. It's something else. It's, it's definitely not. It's definitely on the list of uh, two or three places where I could see it happening. But I, uh, I think it's been in, infiltrated into Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, Florida lately uh, in the Antonio yeah. Brown community. <laughs> oh, oh, without a doubt. He's probably going to know some people around there. I'm, I'm going to have to say no, but that's that's enticing. So here's a great one. Let's go on the lighter side of things. Will a player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game plus 550? Dude, this seems rigged, right? Like, uh, man, do they know something we don't? I mean, seriously, like, uh, let's think about this here for a second. You're like, oh, man, I got to get my girl this, like, beautiful ring. You know, what if I can get my buddy to put down a little side something on a, on a propose <laughs> to a girl after the game? You pay for the ring. It's the down payment. Absolutely. You can get a uh, ring. You can get an eight pod. Uh, you can get an eight sleep pod. You can get a new bed. <laughs> you can literally get everything paid for just by uh, dropping your Super Bowl bonus on it. You know what I mean? I, I smell uh, something there. I smell something. It, it, I'll tell you if I, uh, I'm going to leave that one alone, but if I see it come up, I'm going to find out how they knew about it. I will tell you that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The nose, yeah, the, the eyebrow will automatically be cricked, cricked up a little bit. All right, Absolutely. man. Uh, let's hit, uh, let's hit this halftime show, man. Cause there's a lot of intriguing options here. Shakira, JLo hitting it, bringing it. We've got, uh, I've been trying to, I've been trying to listen to some JLo jams, uh, all week just to try and figure out what this first song will be. And I mean, yeah. you know, on the floor, it's a banger, right? But how is that really going to be the first one? That kind of seems like more of a mid mid set number. I, I think that's the reset, you know what I mean? You know, cause they always do the build and drop. And then I, and then I think they, you know, they hit that reset and then they go back up again. Right. And I right. think that's totally where it's at. And then I think, you know, Shakira is going to come on later on with hers and inevitably I know there's another prop back going around whether or not Pitbull will make an appearance and I don't see him coming up there one glove at all. Uh, oh really? So wait, yeah. Pitbull making appearance is minus two hundred. Yes, plus one fifty. No, are you saying no? I think that's a lock. Yes. Oh, oh, I think it's a lock. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, he's Gl gonna come. Glorious, Glorious Stefan is plus two thirty to make an appearance. That's another lock, man. That is my that is my biggest lock for the Super Bowl weekend. If you're telling me that we're doing a Miami Super Bowl and we're not gonna hear "Turn the Beat Around" or uh, "The Rhythm Is Gonna Get You" by Gloria Stefan, what are we doing here? Why are we Why are we in Miami? And ultimately, I just feel when you when you already do a collab already as it is, you, you have to leave room for other guest appearances to come along. This isn't J-Lo's halftime show. It's not Shakira. I think ultimately you're going to see the, the entire 
Latin American community come out in full force with that, right? And it's, it's going to be a party up on stage. The song that I think ultimately takes over the, uh, the halftime show is the first. I, I just can't help but feel it's going to go back to uh, some sort of broken down version of Jenny on the Block. Right. And right. They're going to they're gonna come one. out. That's another one real quick is how many songs played during the halftime over eight is minus 160 under eight is plus 120. I think some sharps know about it a little bit and it's going to be this hardcore medley, right? Like I think we're going to hear like 16 songs in 15 minutes. Well, and that's, and that's ultimately what I was talking about as far as the collab goes. If you, you, you figure four songs a piece for each of them and I'm not talking full songs, they're going to, you know, these are going to be one in one and a quarter minute snippets, right? Of yeah. like boom, 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 instruments, you know, you know a lot of dancing. Chat. <laughs> Absolutely, and then like boom, and and I think that's you know why I came out with that that Jenny on the block talk. I just feel like uh, the longevity of her career and still being there. Uh, I, I think it's just going to be like uh, cool. We'll hit off with that and we'll go straight into something. A Rod shown during the halftime over point five plus two forty. Intrigued. Uh, uh, man, I, I, I didn't know. Uh, I don't see how it fits in, right? They're not going to cut to a fan, right? They're only going to keep it really on the stage. I think that's the whole thought process there. I, man, I, this, one, this one's a, a coin flip. I mean, it's exactly what it's designed to be. I can't help but feel with him being who he is uh, that they show him. I, I just want to clarify what it means during the performance, right? Because, like, yeah. dude, dude. <laughs> Do they break to him immediately afterwards and he's crying, you know? Like, absolutely. They're going to show him at least once. Yeah, but they're not going to. Weird, that weird dorky clap on the yeah, side that, of the exactly. stage while that's, he's, like, that, glistening. Yeah, that proud, that proud guy, you know, that look. But it's like they're not going to cut to him, try and find him in whatever suite he's in, hoping that he doesn't have, you know, taco salsa running down his mouth and you know and branch to him and oh okay get him off the screen like it's it's not gonna happen and they're gonna keep it to the people on the stage. <laughs> he's wearing his turbo tax shirt while he's eating <laughs> cheetos and <Absolutely>. uh <laughs> with, with like with a pepsi in hand you know what i mean like okay there's product placement there you know and uh the <laughs> last one is uh will smith is actually on there at plus 290 you're like well what's will smith doing there oh i don't know he's got the miami anthem but my thing is, like, would they really showcase Miami in a Super Bowl and it's 49ers Chiefs? There's really no connection there. I mean, you could bring up all these different Miami artists. Will Smith at plus 290. It's a little high, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see how he fits into it. Once again, I, I feel they, they will do, a, you know, a, a little bit of a, a mashup of artists amongst it. I get that he has that anthem. Uh, maybe if the Dolphins could have figured out Fitz Magic earlier on in the season and they would have ended up getting there, uh, I see it being inevitable. Uh, but They should have paid Devontae like, Parker years ago. Yeah, absolutely. He would have been balling a long time ago. <laughs> All the things the Dolphins could have and should have would have done is another podcast in its own. Um, I, I, I don't see him coming out. I Man, I, is, is he even there? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, dude. Dude's out living life right now. Like, uh, yeah, I, Bad Boys I, for Life is a smash of the box yeah, office right now. I think yeah. he's good. He might be I, calling I, I him sick. I don't think he needs that extra promo. And at the end of the day, I think if they wanted to do anything Miami-related, it would be cultural-related. And that's why I see, you know, Pitbull being that inevitable, you know. And then my final one, Damian Lillard, minus 1.5. 
uh, minus one point or uh, a point and a half favorite over the Chiefs total points minus one ten either way. Oof, uh, man. Dame is I, kind of sort of averaging about 44 points a game over his last 10. Uh, what is it? 50 points over the last week. He dropped 36 last night. So even if like, they're, they're, I mean, his over-under is starting at 32. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I mean, inevitably, uh, fans on the side will say, uh, I'm, I'm taking the over on Dame Willard yeah. uh, for, for a couple of different reasons. One, he's playing lights out. Uh, for his Western Conference Player of the Week bid, he had almost 53 points per game over the span of three or four games. And then inevitably last night, you know, we had talked about it earlier, whether or not he'd go over 32. He hit 36. He's hit the over in pretty much every game as far as I can remember. Uh, Dude, he's, like, he's feeling it right now. He's like shooting he's, shots from half court. Like he's uh, just, I mean, he, he it's, had it's two on. last night from the Blazers logo. Like yeah. the dude is on. Uh, but you also have to credit some of that to the uh, San Francisco's defense, right? I, I think they're going to they're gonna contain. I think the Super Bowl is usually always played at a mildly slower pace. You know, you're not out there seeing some sort of Madden numbers going across the board. And if you do, it usually comes out late when you're going back and forth between the teams. I think both of these teams are capable. Uh, but I'm going to take the over on Dame Dalla. There you go, baby. So let's do a quick wrap. We both like the Chiefs. We both like the point and a half spread, even if it does go to two. Uh, Raph's big bet was he likes Monster combined with Watkins to score a touchdown in the game. I like the 49ers to win the first quarter a whole lot. We like Damian Lillard to score more points than the Chief, uh, Chiefs' total points in the game. We like the national anthem slightly over. We both are in love with Gloria Stefan as a lock to make an appearance. <laughs> Pitbull, <laughs> Pitbull, definitely, Pitbull definitely make an appearance. Uh, we don't like the whole will player get arrested after the game because we don't like the time constraints. Uh, George Brett career home runs of Mahomes passing yards. I kind of like Mahomes passing yards to exceed at plus yeah, plus 100. And then uh, what else? I think that's pretty much it. Chiefs rushing touchdown in the first half. We both talked about that a whole lot. We seemed a whole lot like that one. And that seems to be our big plays, man. I think we did it. Absolutely. Uh, now let's let let's watch this transition into uh, I don't know a vacation fund or something, huh? Yeah, let's really let's start to parlay this into something something more special, something really hey, good for ourselves. What do you think a thirteen team parlay with all of the bets we just discussed would pay out, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I I think I could retire. <laughs> I, th I think we'd be going to that Lakers game on Friday. I think it's what oh, would be happening. Yeah, I mean, you know, thousand dollar nosebleed seats probably missed the entire thing by a half a point like i did last week <laughs> hold on they're changing the spot of the ball here oh, they're calling it an 11 yard gain for mccall hardman first down though good news uh, nobody's heard from ross in a while <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from cheetos here we go <laughs> dude thank you so much for doing this man i know you gotta go i hope to have you back on soon thank you so much for uh your inside tips your bets the San Diego Shark, the gambling Gruden grinder, Derek Carr's biggest fan. Oof. <laughs> uh, Go dude, Raiders. They'll rap. be playing next year, but they'll be playing next year. Dude, Rap, thank you so much, man. Today's episode of Betting Chicago on the Bleed Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. Make sure you head to MyBookie because if you deposit $2,000, they meet you halfway and put an extra $1,000 into your bank account to bet just for this weekend and moving forward. Also check out eightsleep.com slash pro. 
This was Betting Chicago. My name is Joey Christophilis. You guys enjoy the Super Bowl. It's one of my favorite days of the year. One of my favorite gambling days of the year. Get in some squares. Eat some dips. Have too many calories. Who cares? Go off keto. It doesn't matter. It's just one day, guys. Enjoy the game. Uh, be safe. Take care. Thanks a lot, Raph. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.